All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall today. Uh, we're excited to discuss today's episode. So, uh, as you guys can see from the title, we will be talking a bit about Disney here and some of their uh, various live action projects that they have coming up. Uh, Aurora is a huge Disney fan, um, very, very excited about all this, uh, all this Disney work coming out um, very excited to see what's going on obviously there was a big hiatus uh, somewhat during the pandemic you know Disney wasn't really doing all that much they did come out with the Milan and a few other things during the pandemic but really not too much they were saving a bunch of it up and now they're rolling out you know all their plans for the next few years on what they're looking to do and a big part of what Disney is doing is the live action adaptations of their cartoons um, now, Aurora is a big fan of these adaptations. Uh, one of the big reasons is that uh, she says that the animals in the uh, older cartoons and things just doesn't have enough life to it. And that uh, the way that the live actions do, the way the CGI is nowadays, it's really awesome for her to see these animal characters uh, interacting as if it was real life. And so she loves that, especially because there are some um, that they're planning to do that incorporates uh, more animals than we've seen uh, before. So definitely excited about that. We will be looking forward to these as they come out. But with that being said, let's jump right into it. Uh, first up is one that uh, I really enjoyed from my childhood. I know a lot of you probably listened to the channel um, at least know of or liked when you were a child as well. This is the Robin Hood movie, okay? Now this is not just the typical Robin Hood. You know, it's also not the Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, but this uh, Disney cartoon animated series, animated film was um, an adaptation that featured animals in the place of the Robin Hood characters. So Robin Hood himself was a fox. Um, the lion in it was uh, King Richard. And then, you know, you had had a bear you had um, that that was um, little John and, and so there's a lot of different characters that are a part of this a lot of different animals that are a part of this um, really really a great film um, from a you know cartoon standpoint an animated film standpoint if your kids have not seen this um, if you haven't watched it in a while please check out the um, Robin Hood movie uh, like I said it's one that incorporates animals uh, very very good animated film back in the day but they are gonna be doing a live action of this so that being said, uh, it will be awesome to see these animals. Um, as we saw from The Lion King when they did the live-action reboot, these animals that they can do nowadays with CGI looks so amazing. And it's just going to turn out really, really well um, for the film. I think that, you know, seeing Robin Hood, um, seeing the animals not just looking like animals, but, you know, wearing... Um, you know, wearing attire and things like that, you know, Robin Hood style attire. I think it's just going to be a really awesome concept. I can't wait to see it. Um, really good storyline, really great actors, characters, plot. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for that. That will be a really, really good one. So please, uh, you know, check that one out when it does come out. And if, again, if you haven't seen the um, old animated version in a while, please check that out as well, because uh, that will be an awesome one to uh, go back and, and re-watch even as an adult now Next is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So this one is one of the um, Originals uh, one of the you know more mainstream Disney assets um, Out there, so it's obvious that they would do this at some point 
Um, interesting the timing that they're doing it, but yeah, that is the next, I guess, large-scale princess to roll out. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now, I think this will be interesting to see where they go with it. Uh, you know, if they're going to go more of a, a live actors looking like dwarves or if it's going to be CGI focused. You know, I'm thinking that it would be really epic to, you know, turn this into something that looks like um, The Hobbit and the dwarves from The Hobbit. So if you could do something like that using live actors, I think it adds to the persona. Um, the atmosphere of the film, I think it really allows for your acting talent to stand out also. So I'm in favor of that. However, you know, with a lot of their CGI and things uh, nowadays, they might very well go that route. Um, it may even be easier. I don't know all the details it took for The Hobbit to make those, uh, those hobbits look the way they did. But hey, definitely a great series or a great film that's going to be coming out. Super excited for it. So we will see uh, what happens there. And then Aladdin. Uh, is actually getting a sequel, a live-action sequel. Now, I don't know the details of the live-action sequel at this point. Um, Aladdin did have sequels. Um, the animated film had sequels. So they had, you know, Aladdin and uh, the 40 Thieves. They had Return of Jafar. Uh, so, you know, they, they did have that. They also had the animated TV series that was on for a long time. I really loved watching that every morning before going to school probably for a couple years there it was running solid every morning so that's a really great animated series but again Aladdin is getting a sequel live action sequel it will be interesting to see what storyline they go with how they develop a plot because they did veer away from a lot of the things from the original content of the animated film in the last one they changed um, quite a few things uh, some things we were not in favor of here um, at peeling back the fourth wall but other things we we did enjoy that they changed it up um just it just depends on the topic of what it was but this will be interesting to see if they go with one of those you know later films uh you know the 40 thieves or return of jafar storyline i personally would love to see the 40 thieves i think that was a great great storyline if you guys have not seen it really great plot awesome epic adventure for Aladdin and, and Jasmine and them in Aladdin and the 40 Thieves. So please watch that one if you've not seen it. Great animated film. But we'll see what they end up doing with this sequel. It should be good regardless. You know, the first one did really, really well. And if Will Smith's going to be returning as a genie, you know, that's going to get people flocking to the theaters anyway. So we'll see what happens. Next is, and this one's a little bit confusing for us, but we are, we are excited for it. It's a little confusing though, and it's very, very controversial. And this is called The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which many of you know, um, The Hunchback was a movie that nowadays probably would never have been produced. It never would have hit the big screen. It never would have been made at all because of all the issues with it. So, you know, there's a whole gypsy situation in there. There's uh, a lot of, of um you know, like intimate discussion and things of, um, you know, an adult variety when it comes to, you know, physical companionship and things like that. So that is going to be interesting how they handle it. It's going to be uh, really neat to see what they do with this. You know, most Disney films, there's not that big underlining thing to hit in the live actions. This one there is. This is one that has hit some controversy. Uh, people have talked about some of the underlining issues on, from social standpoints in this film. And so it will be neat to see what they do. Are they going to keep to the main storyline of the original animated film? If they do, 
there's a lot of questions they have to answer. You know, how are you going to tackle some of these things and make it where you don't get berated by so many people on the topic? So definitely an interesting one. I'm excited to see it. I really did enjoy the Hunchback of Notre Dame when I was a kid. Um, as I got older, you know, I lost some appreciation for it. I didn't really like it all that much because I think, again, there was a lot of those complex underlining issues that was being talked about. And you, you just don't want that to muck up the film. Um, and I don't think they really tried to balance it the way they did with The Lion King, uh, per se, because there was some adult things in that, but they didn't balance it out with the humor and make it as subtle. It was really in your face, and if you were a kid that understood that stuff going on, I mean, it painted a completely different picture for that movie. So, it will be interesting to see how they go about it, what storyline they do, how they touch on some of these social issues that could, you know, could get some bad uh, backlash for them. But definitely excited to see how it goes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of who they cast in the different roles, things like that. I mean, Esmeralda is going to be an interesting role to cast. Um, and Quasimodo will be interesting to cast as well. So we'll see what they do there. All right. Next is Bambi. Okay, guys. Now, this, this one's tough. This one's tough. I don't know how they're going to go about this one because, man, they get a lot of backlash for the way that, you know, Bambi's mom was killed early in the film in the original animated version so there's definitely concern here of how they go about it again though they can tiptoe around it they can make it work but i think that disney is really focused on recapturing those millennials recapturing those people that loved their films growing up back in the day and recapturing them as adults right so i don't think they're as concerned about these things i don't think they're as concerned about oh little timmy going to the theaters and oh my god bambi's mom's dead like i don't think they're as worried about that i think they're looking to hit a mature audience however i will say that many people once they see these they do not want to watch the cartoon as much anymore and so it may even be something where people are wanting to expose their kids to this of oh wow look this is the same thing i watched and maybe people forget maybe people forget about some of these things that happen so you know i would just be careful if i was disney you know when you show that destiny because you will have kids watching this you will have much younger audiences watching this than yes maybe you intended for so uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how they tackle that and, and how they tiptoe kind of around it okay next one is hercules okay and this is one of my favorites from growing up as a kid i really really enjoyed this movie i really liked greek and roman mythology and things like that in school i really enjoyed the entire concept of it you know all the gods and things so i really liked this it really hit home with me i know a lot of kids weren't really that focused on it but it was something impactful for me it will be interesting to see how they play it out you know what they do with the different characters i think you know a CGI uh, flaming haired Hades is going to look so interesting. Uh, it'll be cool to see who they cast as Hercules because obviously Kevin Zorbo can't can't do it right now. Um, who, who did a great, amazing job on the TV series, the live action series that was out a while back. But um, it will be interesting to see, uh, you know, kind of what they do with some of the characters. Um, I think Phil is going to, you know, definitely be CGI. I don't see a live actor doing something like that. You know, the half goat, half man. Um, trainer of Hercules so it would be awesome to see I do love I would love to see the Hydra and things like that they're gonna be doing as long as they stick to the script you know maybe they change it up and change up the villains and things like that I hope they don't I think it was a great story great plot I think they unraveled it really well the characters were really done uh, stupendously uh, back in the day when they made this film so I would keep everything the same just do the live-action remake of it 
And if they do, I think it'll be really, really successful, and I'm super excited to see some of those villains uh, showcased in it. But who knows? It may be very different. They may change things up quite a bit. But this is a really awesome one that has some historical purposes and things, some educational things for kids as well when it comes to learning about Greek, Roman mythology, all that type of stuff. Okay. Next is Pinocchio. Okay. Now, a lot of you are going to say, well, there's been live actions of that. Yes, there has. However, there's not been a lot of Disney-focused live action adaptations. Yes, Pinocchio is, Pinocchio is a Disney film but it's not a Disney rights, okay? Disney does not own the rights to Pinocchio. Pinocchio is something that a lot of, like, it was written by someone else. It's a fairy tale, similar to Cinderella, Snow White and Seven Dwarves, all, all these old school um, stories and things. Disney did not create this, okay? And so this content, it will be interesting to see how Disney does it. Um, you know, the old Pinocchio live action movie that did come out, I don't know, probably, probably 10 years ago, something like that. It was okay, but man, it was a little creepy. It was a little creepy how they made Pinocchio. He looked very, very, I mean, creepy is just the word. Like it just, it was really, really creepy how it was. It, it turned into, it, at some points it was like too realistic, but other points it was like too unrealistic and it just didn't match the flow of what you'd want to see in a film like that. So it didn't leave me thinking of like a heartwarming, like nice, um, film to watch as a family so and I don't know maybe I'm misremembering it I do probably need to check that out again some point but I just didn't remember feeling great vibes from it when the film was over so we'll see what they end up doing with it if they stick to the regular Pinocchio script um, you know if they do Jiminy Cricket and, and Geppetto and all those guys kind of the same way we will see how they end up doing it but um, yeah I'm excited to see how they go about it um, you know and what things they keep and what things they don't in these live actions because they're always changing something just depends on how big and, and you know, or little that things are changing. Next up is a huge, huge one for me. Again, like I said, I loved the uh, Greek Roman mythology, things like that. I also loved knights and medieval times. Okay. Um, speaking of medieval times, I love going to medieval times and, you know, eating food and things like that there. So if you guys get a chance to go to medieval times, it's amazing food. Yeah, a lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, it's a fixed show, and, you know, who cares? Like, I don't care. The, the food's great, guys, so go check it out. It's 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 better than dinner and a movie sometimes if the movie's going to suck. So, um, anyway, Sword in Stone um, is the movie we're talking about on this, on this subject, and I loved this movie so much. It was definitely one of my favorites. I mean, probably a top ten in my childhood. Um... Man, I mean, what, what what do you have to say bad about it? You really don't. It, it's a really great film, really lighthearted, uh, kid-friendly film, good story. You know, the characters were done really, really well. Uh, and, yeah, I just I liked it so much. Now, I think it's going to be awesome to see Merlin and some of his, like, antics with, you know, the books and, you know, getting the kitchen to clean up after itself and all that stuff. It's going to be so awesome to see that in CGI. Um, in live action form. It's just going to be really, really cool. So I'm very excited about this one. I think it will do awesome. Um, so yeah, let me know what you guys think. I'm a big fan of this. Can't wait for it, but I think that's going to be a really great movie. Um, next is Lilo and Stitch. Okay, now I'm a little on the fence with this one because yes, it got a sequel. Yes, it got its own animated TV series. But as we can see from how things are going at the theme parks, like yes, Stitch was big, but... He's more of a cult following than anything. So yes, you got tons of people who love Stitch, and and I love Stitch too. Like I do his voice and stuff all the time for my nieces. Like I love to watch it, and I, I think it's a great concept. I just I love his antics and his catchphrases and things like that. I think he's really funny. 
but it is a it feels a bit like a cult following and in that situation you know you're you're not really hitting all the masses because i mean think about the ride the ride didn't continue succeeding they didn't even put the money back in to redo the ride you know into something else so stitch is kind of hanging out there all by himself now and he just hasn't really hit that big of a, a phase like i said it was a cult following and people did love it um who were in that cult that, that enjoyed stitch like i did but who knows we'll see what happens i think it'll be a really good film i think seeing some of the things from you know uh, hawaiian islands and you know surfing and things like that. i mean disney will do a good job with it and i think it's going to be some great scenery and things a part of the film <clears throat> it's gonna be interesting to see the look of stitch and how they go about him from a cgi standpoint i think if they make him look too realistic it's gonna look creepy so we'll see hopefully they keep it a little unrealistic enough that it's cartoonish and not too real because uh, that could get a little uh, yeah just a little creepy i mean i can't really think of another word for it um okay next is aladdin has a spinoff okay and this is prince on anders okay i maybe that's how it's pronounced i don't know but anders anders whatever the heck it's pronounced it's a spinoff of a guy that was in the previous film i don't I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, this character was created in the previous film. He wasn't a prominent character before. It's never been really featured before. I feel like this is a cash grab. I really do. I think Disney was like, oh, hey, we can highlight this person and make some extra money. So who knows? Maybe they come up with some epic plot or a way to include Genie or someone somehow into it and, and make it really interesting. But right now, I'm not excited about it. We'll have to see where it goes. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to do all that well. Again, it's just, it doesn't seem to be like super original, naturally created content. It just seems like a bit of a stretch that they're pulling together for cash grab. Okay, next is a Cruella sequel. Okay, now I will tell you guys, I have not watched the original Cruella yet. Um, I don't know when I will. I'm definitely not excited to watch it. Um, I think in watching the film <laughs> uh, or watching the trailer, it, it definitely left me from a standpoint that I don't know if I can take Cruella, um, and I, I am blanking on the actress that plays her right now, absolutely blanking on it, um, but I, I don't know if I can take her seriously uh, from the way the makeup's done, from the way that she portrays the character. She just doesn't seem like a good baddie. Um, I, I, I was worried about the casting in the beginning to you know to start off with. And now I'm definitely concerned because watching the trailers, I just don't think she's going to pull it off well. So I have my heads and seas. But I will watch it at some point, guys, and I will let you know how I feel. Um, and then, you know, we'll see how the sequel goes. Um, it apparently is doing good enough to get a sequel, but I don't know. I'll have to watch it myself. Kind of see where it goes from there. Okay. All right. So next up, we have the... Jungle Book sequel. Now, I'm super excited for this, guys. I don't know if any of you have seen the original Jungle Book. We have talked about it on here. The original CGI Jungle Book was done very, very well. Very, very well, guys. And I I will tell you that it is probably a top, top three or four, top, probably top three live-action Disney reboot right now. Um, in my opinion, is definitely right there, top three. Um, very, very good. They've done such a great job. Had amazing actors in different characters' roles. 
Now we will see what happens with the sequel, what storyline they come up with, but I am very excited that they are doing it. They did such a good job with the animals. Like I said, the characters portrayed it very well. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just overall excited about that. Next, this is the big one, all right? Lion King. There is going to be a Lion King prequel. Now this is something we have not seen. We have seen sequels to the Lion King. We've seen, you know, uh, Simba's Pride and um, the Timon and Pumbaa uh, movie, you know, what is it, Lion King one, Lion King one and a half or something like that. So we have seen sequels. We have not seen prequel films though. So this will be awesome to see a story of Mufasa when he's growing up or taking on the pride or when he is leader of the pride. I don't know when, but it's going to be great. I'm super excited for new content to these story arcs and things like that. And the CGI from the original or the the CGI from the latest live action of the Lion King was so great. They're going to do such a good job with this. It's going to be awesome. Pop off the screen like the first one did. And I actually think it will break um, I actually think it'll break the revenue uh, from the original one because they did such a good job with it. And no one has seen this story. This is something that people are going to look at and say, you know what? I might not have went to the first one, but I've got to go to this one because I haven't even I don't even know what it's about. I don't even know where the story's going to go. So I think people will definitely be interested in it and we will see how it does. Again, I think that it's going to break um, the, the gross for the um, you know latest live action one that they did. Next up, this is called Peter Pan and Wendy. Okay, now I haven't looked e all deep into the details of this. Being called Peter Pan and Wendy does concern me a bit that they're not going back to the original Peter Pan. Obviously, there's controversy around the whole Native American thing that happens in Peter Pan. Um, there's also issues with like kidnapping thoughts and things like that like i get that there's issues with this guys but it was such an original like amazing original film it was so epic and the ride at disney is always packed okay because people love this story they love the movie it was done so well they've done so many different live actions and things of peter pan some disney kind of focus some not and they've all done so well because it's such a great movie so we will see how peter pan and wendy does i don't know when it takes place i don't know if it's a sequel it's a prequel if it's during the events i don't know but it's definitely one we will check out because again it is a great great um um franchise uh when it comes to peter pan it's a, it's a great film and really great content's come from it so we'll see what continues happening there and then the one you guys probably already know of, this is The Little Mermaid. Um, now, I am not a fan of the casting they've done for this. Um, I'm not a fan of... I mean, the, the casting might be fine. I haven't really seen the girl that played it all that well. I haven't seen her in all that many other roles. So she may do a good job. However, I've seen some of the look from the on-set pictures. It does not look right. She doesn't look... Like, she doesn't look correct. Her hair's not red enough. Like, guys, it... I get it that we want the social equality and things like that in these movies and things, but why don't we highlight those who play certain certain race roles in movies instead of, oh, well, let's just change up this entire content. And the main reason I worry about this is because you worry about it from a kid's standpoint. You, know, you worry about it from a kid's standpoint that now they're going to go to Disney and be confused because is Disney going to have a white Ariel? They're going to have a black Ariel? What are they going to have? I don't know. I mean, you know, I get it. I'm all for the equality. You know, maybe they should do a frog princess live action. Da, 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 da. How about that? Like, why don't they do something like that? Create a new 
storyline with you know characters of different origins and races i mean you know frozen didn't have to be white but it was so like why don't you come up with new content creating predominantly african-american uh roles that you know you can do live actions with as well um i just worry about that you know again she may do a great job acting with it and, and we'll see how it goes but man i mean not even just the race. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about, like, the way they're doing her hair. They could have done a better job with it. This is nothing against her. Like, they could have done a better job with that. They, I mean, I don't like the, just the structure of her facial features doesn't fit the way Ariel's was. She looks older than Ariel should look. Or Ariel should be a little bit younger than that, I believe. So, I, I just have some challenges with this. Uh, she's walking around in a wetsuit half the time, uh, it looks like, and maybe that's maybe that's going to change. Maybe they're fixing that with CGI or something. I don't know. But I'm a little concerned about this. I, I don't think I'm going to enjoy it all that much. I've seen some of the other actors on it. And, yeah, they, some of them might be people that you've heard of and done well. But I, I just worry. You know, I wish that they had um, put more into this because it doesn't seem – it seems like a little bit of a cash grab of like, oh, well, we need to do a prominent Disney princess again. Let's do Ariel. We haven't done something in a while. Let's make it big. You know, they should have done an Ursula film. Like, why not do an Ursula film? Because that would have made, you know, that would have made Ariel and the Little Mermaid again back to a big focus. Without, like, jumping quickly to redo Ariel, do a villains film. You've already done Cruella, you know? you already done Maleficent. So why not do a... I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. But, I mean, if I was them, I would definitely do an Ursula film. Um, I wish they had done that first, but we will see how it goes. That's definitely a character that I think could have a great backstory, too. You could come up with something really, really well for her. Oh, well. Anyway. That is it for the Disney live actions that they have announced so far. I mean, there's probably some others. Maybe I missed a couple. But those are the ones that we saw the other day um, on the list and wanted to make sure to let you guys know about and tell you a little bit about our opinions, what we... Um, are excited for and some of them maybe you didn't see the animated version and now you can go back and watch it so please check those out um, now we're going to give a couple of reviews here uh, real quickly uh, first up is Godzilla vs. Kong so we watched that the other night Aurora and I did um, Aurora was pretty impressed with the film uh, she thought they did a great job with the CGI she thought they did a great job with the action scenes the fight scenes however Aurora was definitely very confused um, at various points of the film. Uh, you know, I think I think what happened is, and this tends to happen, it seems, with franchises that aren't Disney-owned. Um, it seems like people just rush to get to the action and rush to get to the conclusion and the, the you know, the, um, uh, the climax. There we go. There's the word. The climax of the film. And I think that's what happened here. I think, you know, this film, the way they went about it, the way they progressed it, it should have been done as a two-parter. It really should have. I think that when Kong um, got to got to the inner, the Hollow Earth, you know, I think they should have ended it there. Um, so they should have added more content, more details. What happened? What happened between, you know, King of the Monsters, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and this film? Why is Kong off Skull Island? Show what happened on Skull Island. Show up. Go back and show you know a a previous clip of what happened back then a prelude you know to what what went on and why kong is captured the way he is and all that showcase that man we were confused we were definitely confused and there's so much stuff that you wonder is like is there some did they retcon something 
does this flow with all the films now because it really doesn't you know if you go back and you watch the original Godzilla like I don't know I really don't know guys it's very confusing if this is supposed to be a like canon trilogy to itself like a canon series like a canon monster verse or if it's like oh yeah we'll take bits and pieces we'll hold, we'll hold on to and we'll just retcon the rest like Guys, don't do it halfway. Like, if you're going to do it, do it right. So, watch the film. Check it out. Like, please watch the original three first. Watch Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and um, Kong Skull Island. Please watch those. And then when you watch this latest film, Godzilla vs. Kong, please let me know if you get confused in places too. Let me know what things stick out to you. I'm not going to talk about all the things that are possibly retconned or messed up in the previous films. You guys do some homework on your end. Let me know if you see something or notice something. Uh, because I saw a lot of things that doesn't line up and fit with the plots and story arcs that were left before this. So, please check it out. Let us know what you think. Again, overall, good film. But I think it should have been done in two parts. And I think they could have done a better job of laying out all the details, telling the story. I think they rushed it. Okay? So, ah. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, we're big fans of Godzilla and Kong here on the cast. And, yeah, we just hope they do a good job in the future of laying these things out slowly and progressing to it. You know, if you're looking to make a whole MonsterVerse, take your time the way that Marvel is done. Take your time the way the Avengers is done. Take your time. Okay? So just like Sean Connery said in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, take your time. All right, that's what these people need to do with these films. All right, next, uh, and this is the last thing we'll talk about today, is The Bad Batch, okay? This is the Star Wars spinoff series that came from Star Wars Clone, One, Clone Wars, the CGI animated series um, that was finished up after Disney got the rights to Star Wars, and we are so glad they did. They introduced The Bad Batch, which is an amazing group of clone troopers. Um, this series, we were so excited to watch it, and we just finished everything a few days back very good series i think i think they've done a good job of creating reasons for plot lines things like that but i i wish that they went in different directions on on multiple things um but who knows it's only the first season that's done right now guys who knows what happens who knows where all these story arcs lead maybe there's something we don't know that's going to be epic and fit exactly with what we're wanting to see so if you get a chance to check it out, please do. Um, I think they showcase all the Bad Batch characters really well. They loop things into previous characters in this, into the Star Wars Clone Wars uh, saga or series and make it fit. You know, there were characters definitely when we were watching and we were like, wait, how did that clone end up like that? Like, how did this work? And how did how is he not a soldier? Like, they explain that. And they do it in such a good way. So I'm very excited to continue seeing this series. I think they've done a wonderful job. If you have not watched Star Wars The Bad Batch, um, CGI animated series on Disney+, Plus, please check it out. It is a great, great series so far, and we will see where it continues to go from here. All right. So with that being said, that is it for us. I uh, hope you guys were enlightened a little bit with some of these live actions coming down the pipe from Disney, um, as well as our reviews from kong um or godzilla vs kong and bad batch let us know what you guys think how you know mainly let us know what do you think about godzilla vs kong do you think it was done well 
Do you think that they rushed things? Do you think that it was exactly the right mix of stuff? I feel like it should have been a two-parter. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think a two-parter would have helped it also? But with that being said, um, we will get off here, let you guys get back to your day, and we'll talk to you again next week. So for me and Aurora, thank you, and have a great day.